Hey guys, editor Sierra here. Just wanted to pop on and say we're sorry that the audio for this episode is not great. Um, we're definitely working on it. We are trying to get new mics. Um, might take us a little while, but we will get there. Thank you for sticking with us, and we hope you enjoy. Megovan and Melanie. Megovan and Melanie. Ian and Nathan, Sierra. It's so lame. <laughs> it's not. It's great. Every- Welcome, guys, to Chronicles of Fiction. Welcome. Our favorite podcast. Your favorite podcast. Our favorite yes. podcast. My Our- favorite podcast is the Friendship <laughs> Onion. The Friendship. I'm okay. I am caught up except for one episode because we were going to record tomorrow and I was going to finish it tomorrow morning before we <laughs> oh, that's fine so I forgive you but I'm <laughs> thank you it's much appreciated <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna tell my therapist about this incident um no <laughs> um I'm enjoying it I love I loved Elijah Wood I know it, it's just so great it was it just it oh my god it was so it's my it's my new favorite day of the week. Like, I look forward to it so much, and I queue it up. I download it ready to go when I start work Tuesday night. Like, I'm so excited. That's great. I okay. You're gonna hate me. I really enjoy it. I have a hard time binging it, but okay. I will say I've been my attention span has been very small in general, so it might just be that. That's amazing. I can see where it could be hard to binge. Uh, yeah, because they're already an hour long. Right, right. Um, but it's really nice to be able to tell who's talking. Oh, yes. Most podcasts, I'm like, I know a lot about you guys, but I don't know who's who. Just mm-hmm. like not listening, probably don't know who's who. Oh, that's very true. It's Our okay. voices are very similar. Yes, well, we are related. So, um, yeah, it's crazy because I used to always have a hard time telling the difference between Mary and Pin Pin, like who was who. But mm-hmm. now that I'm so used to Dom's voice being so low, it's so easy. Like, yeah, it's just like boom. And then if I if I'm ever like listening to it and I forget, I just picture a scene from Lord <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, yes, now I know whose voice goes with it. Yes, yes, it's. it's- Great. It's amazing. I really, really, really hope, and I obviously I don't think it'll be early on, but I really hope that they shout out Unexpected Podcasts because, you know, yeah. they took that picture with Billy Boyd and they were doing the um, Around <gasps> the World with Billy Boyd thing. Yeah. So yes. I really hope that someone from the uppers listens to them and tags them and gets them noticed because honestly, yes. I think that would be so great for their podcast. It would be so cool. And speaking of uh the unexpected podcast i've started listening again i took a long break yeah. because i fell really hard into the six of crows fandom and now i'm just like complete trash for both at the same time which is really nice because normally i'm just like one fandom and then the other yeah but um and actually so i read ahead on the chapter that we're going to read today and it's what i was listening to like kind of ties in because it has to do with shadow facts nice and i'll talk about that later but nice um how <clears throat> yeah i um i listened all the way up through the first end of the first book and then i decided i would finish reading fellowship 
and then I would start in Return of the King with them and then read it as they go. So mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm a little over, I'm right at like Weathertop um, in uh, Fellowship right now. Oh, nice. I feel like that's when things start picking up. It's so crazy too, because I watched the extended edition of Fellowship of the Ring today. Yes. And it's so crazy because when you were, when you watch a movie that you literally just read the book on you pick up on lines that i did not pick up on yes um when they are so in the book they're in the prancing pony and they're talking to strider and they're trying to figure out who he is Mm -hmm. and they sam's like well maybe he's working for the enemy and frodo's like well if he was working for the enemy i think he would look fairer and feel fouler but he looks foul and feels fair. And <laughs> part of that line is actually in fellowship. It might yes. be ended, but I was like, I wouldn't have picked up on that if I hadn't have just read the book, which is yeah. just great. Yeah. Uh, so very, I'm, I am all in 100%. The problem is, is that I put in the DVD to watch the extended edition and then realize that they also have the extended edition with commentary. I know. So like- now I'm going to have to watch them all and then go back okay. and watch them with commentary. <laughs> there are so, have you not seen any of the special features? Um, I saw the appendices when I first watched Lord of the Rings like 10 okay. years ago. So I am actually watching through them. Okay. Um, yeah, so I yeah. think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do it just like this. I'm going to watch through the appendices, finish Fellowship of the Ring, start Return of the King reading and listening, and then when I finish reading listening, I'll watch Return of the King Extended Edition. You mean two towers? Yes, what I meant. <laughs> and then you know, do it kind of do it like that, like read, listen yeah. to it, and then watch it. Yes. Have a good uh good thorough uh in-depth exploration into it yeah i've been watching like i've been like desperate for background stuff because i'm so lonely um and i started turning on like lord of the rings youtube videos yes and there's one guy um called the tolkien professor and he uh, he it's like the the set the type of video it's such like a dad joke thing because it's like it's tolkien support instead of tech support wow i know but it's really cool because it's some of it's just like stuff i already know and then some of they'll they'll, they'll be like a little detail that i don't and i'm like oh that's cool right but amazing that's what i've been doing with my life reading watching valid yeah I actually, so the whole fan fiction addiction thing came up in my therapy session because I was like, I don't know about this anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> because the stuff I like to read and write that I am so gravitate, I gravitate towards so strongly. I think you and I have talked about this before, that I like hurt, comfort, fanfic. Right. Like, I can read it over and over and over. And it's cut and I, I used to feel really weird about it because it's like why do i enjoy on some level seeing these characters horribly injured <laughs> it sounds a little psycho <laughs> a little a little but then it was like no our family um emotional hurts were not validated emotion okay. uh physical hurts were okay so i but then I, I never, like, I was the good kid, so I never, like, jumped off a barn roof and broke something. Um, 
So, so I never really got that. Ah. So I used the fan fiction to fantasize about this is too much information for the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, okay, I'm telling you this for a reason because I used to feel really weird about it because I was like, why do I like this? There must be something wrong with me. And now I'm learning that no, it was just something wrong with our family dynamic. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and the we comfort- are discovering this around every turn in our lives. Yes, yes. <laughs> but then the, the comfort part of it is me trying to uh, live out that part that I never got. Like that yeah. was the, the ending that I was supposed to get and never got. Right, right. So, that makes sense. So if you also like that kind of fanfic, you're not crazy. <laughs> Look into your past. It's probably that. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Get, a ther- get, get, a, get a therapist. All, all these people, please. How's your, how's your life outside of fanfic stuff? I am enjoying my last uh, summer vacation of not having a, a nine to five during the day. So... I'm at the pool every day. Well, every day that it's warm. It was like 75 degrees here with a chilly breeze the other day. So, like, I don't want to hear it. I don't know what is up with that. It's It's summer in the South. I shouldn't need to put on a light (laughs) sweater. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was cold. It was like in the 60s last week. Oh, I would quit. Oh, I would not even exist anymore. There would be no point. I was so mad because i had plans to go swimming with a friend of mine and it was way too cold to even attempt that because yeah. i wasn't warm enough to like even get the water warm yet so like right i was not happy i'm surprised y'all even have pools <laughs> i know i don't really know What's why like it's already the end of june so like we're gonna really use them for the next like two months and then that's it yeah so i don't know I they are a confused lot up here. No offense if you live in Michigan, but maybe a little offense. But all of the offense. All of the offense. I'm like, I got a bone to pick with you people. Uh, <laughs> but no, that's it for me. That's valid. Yeah. So I hear good things about our Elvish word of the day. Yes. yes. I say we call it Elvish word of the day. It's really Elvish word of the fortnight. True. That's okay. That's true. Of the day sounds like we're more productive. It does. But Fortnite is more truthful. <laughs> so we're going to go with productive. Hey. hey. Uh, okay. So this one is, I, I got to remember how to pronounce it. It's here, which here means Lord. Um, so like if you wanted to say, this isn't the word, but if like you wanted to say my Lord, you'd say here mean. Um, so here means Lord. Um, is here as in like, here I am? Um, no, it's here as in H I R because I sounds like E. Right. So here, um, eh, hang on a second. (laughs) Oh, wait. E Corvath. Okay. Okay. So here E Corvath means lord of the rings you're welcome (laughs) okay 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 how do you spell that last one here okay e corvath is i and then the way it was spelled was with a dash so i don't know dash space something c h 
O-R-V-A-T-H. Okay. Here, Corvac? Yeah. So what I did was I just spelled it core as like Mm C-O-R-E, bath, V-A-T-H, since that's how it's pronounced. Because, right. like, the, a, the the H at the beginning, the C-H, that throws me off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want to say chore? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Let me pull up a screenshot because I... Here, Corvath. Here, E. Corvath. Lord of the Rings. Um. Okay. I, we, we need next week, see if you can find one for Lady. That way we can introduce ourselves as Lady Nathel and Lady Sierra. Yes. I should know that because I know Lord, but I, I don't. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, the the source for this one I got from a great YouTuber who has a bunch of videos that are really helpful, really cool. Um, are I'm just gonna spell it out. It's A R T R E I I. How would you pronounce that? I, I mean, Arteri. Yeah. Sure. If you type in YouTube how to speak Sindarin Elvish, he'll pop up. All right. Because I tried it and it worked. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a great source. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I was also, okay, in the course of trying to find this, I guess, phrase, um, your wedding speech is coming along. Oh, quite well. I'm I mean, so excited. Got a long way to go because then I have to teach you all the words without you knowing what I'm going to say. <laughs> That's true, but it would be like it's okay if I know what you're going to say. I guess. That's true. We'll see I, how it plays out. I'm going to write the thing first, right, and see where see what happens because it's only going to be like four sentences. I have a feeling that Lord of the Rings is one of these sentences, so I'm going to listen for here, E. Corvat. Yes. Did I do it? You got it. So proud of you. (laughs) I'm so happy. Uh, That's great. All right. Here are really boring lives. (laughs) Nothing's going on. Just Lord of the Rings. But that's what we're here for, right? We're here to talk about y'all's favorite fanfiction. That is what we're here for. That's probably why we don't have lives because, okay, no, I, this, this is bad. I have spent an obnoxious amount on fanfiction.net this week. Of money or time? Time. Okay. Eight hours, two minutes of screen time. That is not including the time where I let it read it to me. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> but That's it's fine. Okay. It's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, it's everything fine. is fine. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, are we ready to read? And then I've got some. Some people responded to things, and we'll do that after if that's cool with you. Fine with me. Okay. Um. So this is. We didn't. No, we didn't read chapter two. I know. Okay. This is Did chapter. We? No, we didn't. Did no, we? we read we read the prologue in chapter one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so this is chapter two. Uh to track a Mira. Mira. Mira? I know <laughs> <laughs> Shadowfax, one of the Miras. 
I know the plural. I can't pronounce the singular. Amazing. Okay. The sun had all but gone when Gandrick finally decided to stop for the day. He removed his helmet and sat down next to a stump he had perched himself on, then struck up a small fire and started on some dried fruit. Asafeld wandered around the camp, searching for a suitable patch of grass to snack on. Gandrick snickered at the horses at the horse as he rejected a particular patch of shrubbery with an air of sobriety. The rider had often wondered if Asufeld knew how grateful he was for the horse's humorous attitude, especially considering recent events. His stomach flipped as his mind replayed what had happened at the Gap of Rohan. So many men, without warning, the Rohirrim would... Asufeld stepped on a fallen branch, which broke with a loud snap and broke Gamdrick's line of thought. He inhaled deeply, not entirely upset to have been distracted from his dark thoughts. He stared at the fire and held his hands out to its warm embrace. A week had passed since they had left Helm's Deep. He had tracked the footprints of the Mara Shadowfax from sunrise to sunset, but the longer he followed them, the harder they were to track. And without any rain to speak of, that could only mean one thing. Gandalf was moving much faster than them. He had thought about turning back on more than one occasion, but repeatedly told himself that it was not an option. He would be slaughtered before he even entered Rohan now. Indeed, if his kinsmen were not already at war, they would be soon, and he could do little to help. Still, it tormented him endlessly. His scaled armor clinked as he set up his dirty green tent and laid out his bedroll. He did not think he would have any trouble in this area. There were not very many trees, the grass was short, and the land was relatively flat. If there were enemies in the area, he would spot them before they got close enough to harm him or his companion. You'll take the first watch then, Gendrick sh shouted at Azufeld, who was peacefully munching on a much more suitable patch of grass, about 20 yards away, just outside the range of the campfire's light. The horse looked at him quizzically, then turned back to his feast. Gandrick chuckled and began to prepare for another restless night in this foreign region. He was up a dagger and neatly packed his gear next to him, making sure to leave his sword slightly unsheathed and within grabbing distance, just in case they were attacked. He would stay up for hours still, he figured, but it would not be a bad idea, at least, to lay down and rest for a bit. However, between the comforting warmth of the fire and the heavy wool of his leather bedroll, he was quickly lured into a deep sleep. Gandrick woke to screaming. He scrambled to his feet, chest heaving, hair soaked, and his clothes drenched with sweat. He was in an empty room. The room was ablaze with flame, angrily lapping at the old wooden structure as it stood defiantly, refusing to be brought down. His mind went into a frenzy as the black smoke filled his lungs. Desperately, he searched for an escape. The only doorway had already given way to the same fire that still tortured its collapsed figure. He found a window and without hesitation, bolted towards it at full speed, crashing through the hot glass. His back struck the cold stony ground, his head was spinning, his heart racing, and his lungs were hungrily gulping down the clean air. Dazed, he dragged himself to his feet. The spinning began to subside and his vision cleared. Yet it was then that his eyes beheld that which caused his heart to seize in his chest. Edoras was burning. Orcs and war slaughtered soldiers and civilian alike. He reached for his sword, but found only heavy air. Vainly he searched the surrounding area for a weapon, 
until a motionless figure, clad in white robes, caught his eye. After a moment of death-like stillness, the robed entity began walking towards him. The hooded figure moved slowly, calmly, too relaxed for one surrounded by so much death. As he drew closer, the man drew back his hood, and Gandrick was able to start making out details. His white hair fell perfectly on either side of his aged face, and his coal black eyes stayed fixated on him from under dark, bushy eyebrows, devouring Gandrick's courage as he approached. The old man halted inches from his face and smirked at him. Gandrick felt like he was bound with chains of invincible ice and found himself unable to move. He was entirely at the stranger's mercy. The features of the ancient figure contorted into a cruel smile. This is the price of your cowardice, Ryder, the powerful voice announced, gesturing to the burning city behind him. This is what you will return to. The ashes of slain children scattered in the wind shall greet you as you enter this scorched city, and you shall bear witness to the mutilated corpses of their mothers and fathers who tried in vain to protect them. Such a pity. Saruman, the wizard will pay for this. Gandrick felt the hate ball up in his chest. He stood, paralyzed, at the mercy of this wizard, and he shook in frozen despair and anger. Go on, then. Find your precious Gandalf, but know this. He will not stop Saruman of many colors. The wizard taunted, opening his arms in a powerful display of conceit. He summoned his staff and struck the rider down with three harsh blows. As Gandrick struggled to remain standing, the old man's staff erupted into flames. Saruman gestured the black rod towards the rider, and every cell in his body was racked with agony. The fire began licking the flesh from his bones, and Gandrick's body began uncontrollably withering as the flames ravenously consumed his body. Gandrick bolted upright, struggling to retain his breath and slow his heart. Just a dream, he told himself. It was just a dream. But he was not so sure. Indeed, wizards have many abilities, and not all of them are known. Was Saruman showing him the past, the present, the future? Could what he saw even be real? He inhaled deeply, and the cool night air revived his lungs. Still, he felt like he was suffocating. His limbs began to tense up as he continued to hyperventilate. Damn it all, Gandrick cursed. He stilled his mind and forced himself to slow his breathing, though every part of his body was screaming desperately for more oxygen. Slowly, he regained his composure. His limbs relaxed, his breathing slowed. For a long while, he was silent. Then something in him broke. His anger boiled over and hopelessness engulfed him. He forced his face into his bedroll and screamed until he could scream no more. He was beginning to lose hope. Gandrick awoke at dawn to continue his journey, hurrying as he packed up so that he may move as quickly as possible. In truth, he could not stand the sight of his little camp anymore. He had his suspicions, too, that Saruman may have learned of his location when he had contacted him in his sleep, and may have dispatched servants to hunt him down. He had little hope, but if he truly was Rohan's only chance to survive the onslaught of Isengard, as Theodred had wholeheartedly believed, he would follow his mission through. Saruman may have contacted him in hopes to dismay him from his mission, but he had achieved only the opposite. He had planted seeds of vengeance and defiance in Gandrick's heart. He finished packing and he took on to Asselfeld, who had been staring at Gandrick with an uncertainty and concern since 
he emerged from his tent. He rubbed his companion's muscular neck, then patted him reassuringly before the two of them set off to follow the trail left by those they pursued. Hope or no hope, I will see this mission through. The horse had pushed himself harder and faster today than he had in the past week, seemingly in an attempt to restore hope to Gamdrick, to convince him that the mission was not in vain. Considering all that had happened recently, Gamdrick found himself more grateful than ever for Asrafel's companionship and their bond together. Still, the images from last night's dream kept replaying through Gamdrick's mind, and as they journeyed on, Shadowfax's hoofprints were becoming harder to track. If he lost the tracks, there would be no way to find the wizard. And perhaps then, Saruman's promise to destroy Adaras would come to futation. His heartbeat began to quicken as thoughts escalated, but he forced himself to slow his breathing, and his mind was calm. There was nothing he could do but keep riding. Adding more anxiety to this mission would only make it longer at best, and result in his death at worst. He patted his steed's neck. Calm down, old friend. There's no need to push yourself this hard, Gamdrick said lightly. The last thing he wanted was for his companion to exhaust himself early in the day. They were not in familiar territory with these parts, and he was not sure if Asafeld would need that strength later. The horse slowed to a quick gallop and began catching his breath. Gandrick pulled out a map, the old crumpled parchment that was worn, but somehow still legible despite its age. Gandalf seemed to be going north and west, and Gandrick hadn't the faintest idea why. However, if he was going this way, he would be forced to cross the, the Grey Flood, which only had one crossing, Tharbad. The river town had been flooded over a hundred years, and the crossing was known to be very dangerous. However, even if they were to make it across, there was no guarantee that the tracks wouldn't have been swept away by the wetness of the land by the time they reached the other side. Gandrick shook his head in frustration. Gandalf had left Rohan only two days before Gandrick, and now he was easily a week ahead of them. Shadowfax was a fine steed. Indeed, even in his dismay, Gandrick could not help being impressed. He looked down at the ruins of the north-south road that they had been traveling on. The roads were cracked and overrun with tall weeds, which had contributed many frustrations to their journey. They had to move antagonizingly slow in certain points so that Asofeld would not end up hurt. And in other areas, they had found that Shadowfax's tracks had disappeared entirely beneath the foliage. However, the flooded, murky swampland swamp surrounding Tharabad would be much worse. Gandrick gauged that it would be two days at most before they arrived there. He packed his map away, happy with their progress. It was true that Shadowfax was traveling fast, but an overwhelming pride filled Gandrick's chest when he saw how quickly he and Asafeld were moving as well. He patted his neck again and let out a laugh of pure joy. For a moment, all his worries were gone. Asafeld snorted happily then, and as they both returned their focus to the mission, he picked up his speed once more. As Asafeld sped along in elated happiness, Gandrick watched both sides of the road for movement. Every gust of wind was a cause for attention. He drew his bow and knocked an arrow, but didn't draw. Just in case, he thought. Just in case. And that is chapter two. Wow. Hey. That was intense. Yes. I loved it. I love dream sequences. Oh, they're my favorite. Really? 
Yes, I love dreams. Dreams fascinate me. Uh, I consider myself a studier of dreams, mainly just my own. Oh, study mine then. Uh, Uh, (laughs) I had a really weird one last night. It was not pleasant. A snake ate a bird alive, and it was alive for way too long. Oh. (laughs) It wasn't good. (laughs) Oh, okay. How, How did you feel during this dream? Um, I was kind of numb to it. Like, I was like, I need to stop this because we, like, I don't really, I think it was, like, siblings that were with me, but not, like, I don't know which ones, um, but they fed the bird to the snake. Oh, God. Which, honestly, it might be a memory, not a dream. (laughs) No. (laughs) It sounds like if I had to do, like, a real quick like analysis it sounds like um your your subconscious is processing um literally some of the trauma that you witnessed whether it be the dangerous stuff that y'all did unsupervised whatever um with the sit with our kids with our siblings this kind of sounds like what it is but you're you're numb to it because you experienced it so much dang <laughs> that's yeah. the thing is like yeah nearly every single time is it is our, there, our dreams are our subconscious processing something could be something that happened at the beginning of the day that you forgot about it could be if you processed everything during the day then it could be something from the past um in my studies i read that people who tend to be very present in the moment uh like during the day they practice uh awareness during the day most of their dreams are going to be processing stuff from the past because processing things during the day so well because they're staying present they're staying aware yeah interesting it is i'm telling you i love dreams so much oh because i always like i love to look it up after i have a weird dream yes i'm just like what does that mean but i haven't actually asked my therapist yet i'm going to i meant to because i'm curious as to what her thoughts are yeah, because I could be totally wrong. <laughs> that could be well, nothing. <laughs> I feel like there's... Well, because I looked up that particular dream. Apparently a lot of people have it. I don't remember what it means now, according to the internet. Not that the internet is that reliable. Um, except for this podcast. It's always this podcast reliable. is reliable. It's a reliable <laughs> internet source. <laughs> it's also a reliable source for therapy. It is definitely not go to a real therapist. Yeah, no, please. Please. <laughs> Please. (laughs) Uh, Uh, But that was a great chapter. I loved it. Yes. That was really fun to read, too. Uh, You did a great job reading. I felt like I was listening to an audiobook. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to get to. Because I would love to maybe be able to do that one day. Yes. And so y'all are going to have to just put up with me practicing. Yep, that's fine by me. I can sit here without my laptop. Just listen. That's true. You're a poor laptop. You're making my job easier and easier as we go along. <laughs> that's valid, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I used to not read at all. But... I mean, that's true. Um, okay, so from last week, last not last week, we didn't record last week. We did not. Last episode, there was a question. I don't remember what it was. Oh, it was how you got into fanfic. Okay. Um, and Jesse 
underscore Cam um, responded saying that she got into it because she wanted to like change endings and that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I don't like this. I'm going to change it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then she, after she listened to that episode, she uh, DM'd our account and said that she wanted to add more to that story. Because I guess if you answer a question on Instagram, you can't really put a whole lot. Okay. Um, so this was her full answer. She says, hey, I just wanted to add into my response because the questionnaire wouldn't let me write something long, LOL. When I was younger, I literally thought I am bitten fan fiction. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it already. No. I, love it. Uh, I didn't know it existed <laughs> at the time. I was a budding writer and I wanted to find a way to sharpen my talents. So one day I was watching the show Heroes and wondered what if I'd just write down the show as a novel so I can practice my skills. I called them mashups and for real thought I invented it. Then I found the world of fan fiction and have been writing them ever since. Um, that is the most amazing story ever. I mean, that is great. And also... That's actually a really genius idea of taking a show and writing it in novel form. Like, that's literally yeah. the reverse of going from book to movie and how you have to chop it up so much. And so writing it from movie or show to book and you get to add to it, that's genius. It really is. I never really, because I only write, like, Lord of the Rings fanfic. And yeah. I have one little Six of Crows fic now. Um so yeah you're right like you have to add so much and yeah like that's good exercise for your brain i feel like yeah because you already have like you could you already have main plot points and you already have like a structure and so you're also like learning how structure works right and you don't have to worry about coming up with an ending or beginning right like it's all there for you you get to just fill in what, what did they say on Unexpected Podcast? Um, fill in the edges of the map or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I think, I how far are you in that? Uh, just through book one. Oh, that's right. We just talked about this. We did. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, okay, and then the question that I asked um, for this episode was, like, what fic do you wish was canon um or like what your favorite fic was and caleb said anything by monster cupcake on wattpad which <laughs> fics are great they are going to destroy you okay completely emotionally but it's the best time ever <laughs> amazing um i wish i could remember because her, her main series is the edge of a knife and i wish i could remember the exact premise yeah. But it's been years since I've read it. I just remember being completely emotionally destroyed. Um, oh, we had some more. Um, Green Scholar Tales responded. Actually, I'm just going to pull up. I know her. Him? Yes, yes, her? you do. Yes, you do. She's great. Da, 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 da. I'm going to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start laughing like Elijah would. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I want to copy his laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give it your best shot. Go. Oh, I don't know. It's been too long. <laughs> 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 
been too long since I listened to that episode. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, listen. By next episode, you need to have mastered this. Oh, no. You got this. I believe in you. I will honestly go back and watch it on YouTube <laughs> just for the enjoyment of it, so why not? Do it. Do it. Uh. Okay. Um, saying that same question, we got a response. I'll get to Green Scholar Tips because I got to find that response. But um, uh, V3 Olympus said, uh, oh, IDK, there are too many. Girl, feel that. Um, mostly ones involving Elodin and Elro here, I guess. We don't get much on them, but it's really hard to name just one because authors just love character deaths, don't they? <laughs> yes. Perhaps, maybe. <laughs> and then we actually had a great conversation about about that. She's reading two um, that have Elodin and, and Elodin and Elro here, and then but she didn't want to name them because they're not finished yet. Um, and then we talked about the pain of waiting for an update, but then also the joy, oh the joy when an update finally comes out. It it's Across. so funny to me that. There, there are these people that are writing fan fictions and people are like anxiously waiting for the next installment as if it was like the next Harry Potter. Oh, coming out. yeah. And no, I, I love it. it. I yeah, I have legit. Well, I screamed on more than one occasion. Um, we don't need to talk about that. But like when there was one fic that is actually an original book now. It's called The Path of a Novice. Um, and anytime there would be an update, I would just sit down wherever I was at and just read. It was like, it would take me like 45 minutes to get through a chapter. And I just remember sitting on the kitchen floor and leaning up against the island for forever reading it because I was just like, it's here. I must read it right now. Wow. <laughs> it was the only thing getting 16 year old me out of bed in the morning. I mean, you do what you gotta do. You do what you gotta do. I gotta find Green Scholar Tales is... Oh, I think we asked a question in the last episode. I don't remember what it was. We did? I don't know. I guess so. Because Green Scholar Tales, because I, I posted that we uploaded an episode. And Green Scholar Tales said, Ooh, I do love Lord of the Rings fanfic set within slash between the established canon timelines. I love those two. Yes. Because it's like, it's again that fill in the gap. which Right. We and when you think about it, like, okay, I had this really hilarious thought while I was watching Fellowship today, and it's when they enter the Vines of Moria, and they're headed to the Bridge of Cause of Doom, and all the goblins come out, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, no one's been in the Mines of Moria for forever. Right. Right? Okay. Right. So what are these goblins doing during the day? <laughs> Do they have, like nine to five and then they were like oh shoot someone's here like we gotta kick we gotta go the call to war is here and like i'm just like okay my brain does i I wonder about all these these side characters i'm like what are y'all doing y'all doing i need a fanfic even if it's just like a 300 word drabble about the orcs and moria and their day-to-day lives yeah, I just I just want to know what they were doing before Pin Pin knocked that uh yes. down the well. I just I yes. need to know what were they doing. Ugh. <laughs> I'm definitely picturing them with like little brown paper bags as they go to work. 
<laughs> so one of them's like delivering the mail. And yeah. I, I, I can't, like, legitimately, what were they doing all day? They're just like walking around. And... What do goblins do all day? <laughs> what do goblins do all day? I need to know and, now. And that's why I love fan fiction that is set within however she described yes. it. <laughs> set within canon time i don't know but she worded it well but i don't remember she worded it very well this is why she's a great writer yep that is true uh set within slash between the established canon timelines that's yes. what she said yes yes which if y'all are just now popping into our podcast please go read green scholar tales and stuff oh i just messed up really bad i <laughs> i didn't say who like what book we were actually reading um, it is The Rider of Rohan by Talon the Mighty. Um, I am so sorry. It will be, although it will be in the title, so there's that. Yes. Um, so. That is the current, uh, fan fiction that we are reading. I am very much yes. enjoying it. I need to know, uh, if he gets the hand off. Yeah, I, I, I can't figure it out. And I feel like I, <laughs> I want to be able to predict this and I can't. Right? Right? <laughs> because i don't i don't i don't know he just updated though too so now there's six parts oh good um so definitely he's definitely still active because like i always get scared when i'm about to read a fanfic i'm like i'm gonna fall in love and then it's never gonna be finished (laughs) i mean Um, yeah yeah um which is okay like it's fan fiction like life happens i'm totally not just saying this because i currently have a fan fiction that i'm struggling to finish (laughs) um but no but life does happen and yeah it's fine it's fine it's fine everything is fine we're all gonna be in therapy and then we're all gonna be able to finish our fan fictions in a timely manner (laughs) we're not gonna know how to do the thing (laughs) um uh do you remember our elvish phrase okay it is here for lord and here, e Corva for Lord of the Rings. Yep. I'm so excited. It's so great. Do you remember last week's? Um, bar for home. For home. Okay, to be fair, it's not that I'm remembering these. It's that I'm writing them down and I have it written down right here. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I, you know, I look at it every other, every two weeks. And so they're getting. Uh, they're in there. They're, they're in there. They're in there. They're in there. Yeah. This is so much fun. I got back on um, Elf Dick, wow. <laughs> like dictionary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Um, I'll work on that in therapy. Um, <laughs> but but anyway, they have like the. I think I've talked about this before, but they have like that flashcard game where it like shows yeah. your word, and then you have mul- there's multiple choice to yeah. Things. And I started having so much fun with that today at work. I was like, I'm definitely working. Um, but anytime I would get one, even if it was just like sheer sheer luck, I was just like, I know what I'm doing. I think <laughs> fluent, Elvish. <laughs> Bow before me. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yes, me too. This is fun. It is fun. I hope you guys had fun. Yes, listening to us. Let us know uh, what you think. 
what you like, what you don't like. Actually, don't let us know that. We don't want to know. Well, not what you don't like about us. What do you not like? <laughs> <laughs> what do you not like to see in fan fiction? That might okay. be. Ooh, that's a good one. What, what, do you, what do you not like to see in fan fiction? And that's okay. Let's let because like the obvious answers people like to say are like Mary Sue's and okay, I can't think of any others. What are like <laughs> some of the outlier ones that even if they're like not technically quote unquote wrong, they just like kind of get on your nerves a little bit. Yeah. Um, and we will talk about that next week. This is really productive. I just came up with the topic for next week. <laughs> it's fine. Is that it? That's it, I think. I think that's it. What right. about us? That yes, so good. Yes. I can't I'm I can't wait to keep reading this one. Again, The Writer of Rohan by Talon the Mighty. It's on Wattpad. You can go read it all the way. Follow along. Through read ahead okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try the fancy version of goodbye okay you have to tell oh, me I I it right Novayar. yes i did it I, that's what gladden will say um today and so i was like wait a minute i know that word and now i want to use it and i'll use a different fancy one namade oh maybe that's what she used i don't know i think it was right Namade is Quenya, which Galadriel's extra, but so probably. They might have just thrown it in there and not realized the dialect change. I don't know. Anyways. It doesn't matter. Anyways, Nevada, guys. Galoo!